Well, hello and welcome back to the Anchored Family Ministry Podcast. We are three dedicated staff members helping families navigate what it looks like to build disciples at home. I'm Jennifer and I am here with James and Paul and it's a beautiful Wednesday here for us. We hope it's a beautiful day whenever you're listening here. What's going on, gentlemen? Just loving the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that. Got the trees up, got the Christmas music blasting. I was going to ask you listening to the music. Yeah, I know Paul already has been. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got it going on. I left uh, home just a minute ago from lunch and Mandy was wrapping presents already. That's amazing. Yeah, we like to get it done early. Or she likes to get it done early and I've adjusted. I used to be a a Christmas Eve shopper. I loved it because those were my people, you know. I'm like, it's time to get it done. Let's do it. And we would give each other space, you know, and you just, Mm -hmm. you're so focused. But she has changed my ways and... Do you do it mostly online now, though? We do, yeah. Yeah. Got a lot online. Yeah, we have to. Amazon's frequent. Mm-hmm. Stop at our driveway. She's a deal shopper. I mean, she finds yeah. the coupons Maybe somehow. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, she's like past Amazon because they'll be high and she'll find some other place yeah. with a coupon. I'm like, you do that. Do y'all do any Black Friday shopping? Or Cyber Monday? Those are both already bit. passed now. Did some Giving Tuesday. Okay, good. Yep. good. There, yep. Can I be nosy and ask? What, what? How much or where? No, <laughs> exactly. Not how much. How much? Just if there, I mean, put it out there if there's yeah, somewhere gave, to contribute. Absolutely, to. radical the ministry by David Platt's kind of the, the leader, but okay. radical does a lot of work with unreached people groups around the world. So, kind of split it between radical, the Gospel Coalition, and Foster the Family, oh, which yeah. is a foster care ministry, kind of more in the the Northeast. But we, uh, yeah, gave there. Didn't do any Black Friday shopping. We had to come back from Birmingham. Mm. But my wife, usually on Black Friday with her mom, they get up at like 6 a.m. and go shopping. So I think her mom did that. So we'll see if we get any of that good stuff for Christmas. We used to do that. I remember getting up with my mom doing that. And then once we got married, Tim went one year. I haven't since then. It's not the same. Do you see the videos they're putting around like how it used to be? No. Black Friday used to be like mad. People oh, shopping, yeah. you know, Dude, like camping out like, front, yeah. running in the stores. Now people are like, I'm going to uh, shop online. I went somewhere oh, to the sock shop in Griffin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie had Nutcracker a performance. And so after I dropped her off, I ran there. And anyways. We have two three-foot Nutcrackers <gasps> by our fireplace. We have one on one side and then the trees on the other side. I really want to get the Sam's ones, you know, the big light-up ones we for outside. Someday, someday I'm going to get a Black Friday deal on them. Or get them like December 28th. That's what I should do. When oh, that's down. a great idea. Yeah, for next you year. Go shop. You say it's a beautiful day, and it is right now, but it yes. was 20. Yeah, it was cold this morning. Six this morning, which Brisk. for us. And here do you in know what we have Fayetteville. to do at our house? A, Take the dog out. Oh. And it was in 28 degree weather. Yeah, see, people are listening to us. That's a great yeah. transition, by the way. Thank We're talking you. about pets in just a little bit and discipleship, believe it or not. But for those of us that live in South Atlanta, mm-hmm. that is cold. That's cold. That's real cold. So people out there listening where it gets a lot colder all the time and you get snow, good for you. We miss, I mean, we would love to have some snow. Mm. But yes. the people that live in snow say, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. It's no fun. Snow fun. That's yeah, what I say. Snow fun. Sure is beautiful. So we have a gate in the backyard. So uh-huh. we just let our dog out. You guys nice. not? We do not. Mm. Mm. No, no gate. And she even goes out in the front yard. Like, you just got to sit we, there. 
Yeah, just typically she's pretty good. Yeah. We can stand on the porch and she'll go. And if it's cold, she doesn't like the cold either. So she'll come back. And she really doesn't like rain. Okay. So she's very speedy. You have to hold the umbrella? Oh, over. she's not that pampered. <laughs> she's pretty close, but right. no, she'll go out. <laughs> so we are going to talk about pets and discipleship. Dogs, cats, and discipleship is the title of this one. And you may think, what's that have to do with discipleship? Well, there's not a lot, but we'll have some fun talking about it because there are some definite tie-ins. And here it is. This should be coming out 10 days or so before Christmas. And a lot of people get puppies and kittens for Christmas, maybe a hamster or whatever you're good with, a fish, goldfish. I don't know. Kids want pets. I was pet crazy growing up. Yeah. I begged my parents all day, every day for more pets. Really? Yeah. Specific or just any kind of pet? Every and any kind of pet. But yeah, mostly dogs. You know, I had some really cool dogs growing up. Yeah. Then I got older and got into all sorts of other more exotic pets like reptiles and all that. So Really? I bet James doesn't know this about you. James is learning stuff on podcasts. Yeah, you can Google me. I was a big gecko breeder, leopard geckos. Yeah. Like Steve Owen. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. He's like for real famous though. He's been on other podcasts talking about his geckos. That's my yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Had no idea about Mighty Pen and selling World War II pens all over the world. And yeah, the Marine, you learn in Marines, class, yeah. sniping terrorists. So now I get to do a podcast. So church is awesome. I love it. You know, talking about pets, I mean, obviously there is the angle of, hey, okay, we're going to get a pet, but you're going to learn some self-control and some discipline out of this whole thing. Big picture, God created animals for lots of different reasons. We were joking about food earlier, but that's true. Definitely. Yes. Food and also, though, God created us to rule over and care for creation, which is really neat. And animals are a big part of that, way more important when you start to think about it. But then when it comes to pets, you don't see a whole lot of examples in the Bible. You see a few things about pets and caring for them. But I think at home, you know, more so the learning discipline and self control. Probably most recent, as far as kids go, I know Jennifer and them walk us through that. So last year for Christmas, We got Pippa. Was it just last year? She just turned two. Okay. So the Christmas before. Okay. Yeah. Christmas before last. We got Pippa. This will be our second Christmas together. Okay. Right. Anyways, she's two and she is a cute little dog. Our kids were a little bit scared of dogs. Okay. And so really that pushed us a little bit to want to have a dog to get them over some of those fears. And that has really worked other than the responsibility of feeding and taking her out. Yeah. That's been a big benefit of having Pippa. I want to come back to your story real quick, but that's one thing we didn't talk about earlier when we were chatting about this was the fact that pets do provide a source of consistent, not relationship, you're not talking to them, but for your kids who might be going through a phase Mm -hmm. of fear, loneliness, something like that, to have that pet. It's a comfort. Yeah, a comfort and always kind of there for you. There's some neat teaching opportunities within that, but just it's also a blessing. And when Parker was four and a half, Mm -hmm. he got bit in the face by a small dog. And so they never really were scared of larger dogs like Labs or a Great Pyrenees. They're fine with those dogs, but they were scared of little dogs. And Charlie watched when he got bit. I mean, it was an ordeal. It was big for all of us. But Pippa has just bridged over that and... They, even at other people's houses, they don't have that fear anymore. They see dogs walking. We we were on the beach a week or two ago and 
dogs all over and they were quick to want to, can I pet your dog? And But we also have a cat. Now, Sassy, Sassafras is her full name. Sassy has been with me since my second year of teaching, 2005. She's 18. Wow. She is... She driving? She <laughs> is driving now. Actually, she drives us all because she's the queen of the house, really. I mean, she has her spot where she's going to sit. She likes the schedule. Yeah. But, you know, she's moved with me several times. She's made it through all the kids. But when we're talking about comfort, I've seen that so much with her because there is something about animals where they just know when you don't feel good sometimes or when things are going mm-hmm. on. And, and maybe they just read your mannerisms. But if you're sick, Sassy is going to be with you, yeah. laying on your bed, laying on the couch with you because she's that comfort. Isn't that cool? I mean, God created animals yes. for all sorts of reasons. You know, oh, birds yeah. are beautiful, but you're probably not going to cuddle with a bird, right? No. You know, not too much. Maybe not some certain, certain birds. <laughs> but, you know, God created all these animals, brought them to Adam. Adam named them, but there was no suitable helper made for him. You know, mm-hmm. the animals were great. So it's cool to think that that is another function of the creation of animals. They sense something. Yes. And I see that with service dogs, especially yes. service uh-huh. dogs or service animals that actually have like this other sense that they can tell when you're stressed or afraid. And they, you know, they're very, very useful and incredible when it comes to that sort of stuff. We have a guy here at church who we all love that has the service dog that is just so cool to see how that dog responds when you're stressed. I've had that dog come up to me before. Me too. And like put his head on my lap and the wife is like, you okay? He's sensing something. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this other thing going on. It's neat. When we talk about pets, because we do talk about pets a lot at our house. I mean, we love our animals. But that's one of the things you mentioned, Adam getting to name the animals. Yeah. And that is a fun thing to do with your kids. If you sure. haven't done that is, what would you have named this animal? Yeah. I mean, it's a bird, but what would you have well, named it? Yeah. And that's a fun game to play. It's fun. What kind of discipline or expectations, I guess, for your kids when you said, hey, we're going to get a dog or here's what we want you to do? And what kind of things are you running into? Obviously, you said it was cold this morning. Yeah. So did one of them have to? No, nah, Tim, <laughs> Tim took her out. Usually it falls under the day. Tim's yeah. usually the, the one who's dressed first in the yeah. morning. So yeah. he does that initial takeout in the morning. When we were first potty training, they did a very good job. They did not mind cleaning up inside after her, mm-hmm. which she potty trained pretty quickly. So she goes outside now. But they are always the one to put her in her crate and give her a treat if she gets one. And then taking her out, we like to rotate so that Parker isn't doing it every time on one day. We each do it one time, even Tim and I, before we try to repeat a child. Sometimes Tim and I are like, no, 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 no. We're taking care of y'all. Y'all take care of the dog. Now, something that we've been trying to mimic you, Paul, is with the litter box for the cat Mm -hmm. and making sure that that gets scooped every day. And so Parker has taken on that responsibility with the cat. Yeah, Those would be the biggest things. The feeding in the water, it just kind of whoever's right there in the morning, they'll take care of food and water. Our dog likes to enter rooms Uh if doors are open. So we have to make sure to tell our boy, hey, you got to close your door. Yes. Otherwise, she's going to try to eat your socks. Yes. <laughs> and that's happened plenty of times before. And then I'll find him in the backyard after and then <laughs> chuck them, yeah. throw them out yep. after they've passed through her. <laughs> Not touching that one. Literally. A hard thing to learn at the beginning when she was a puppy was just responsibility yeah. of your things. You have to put it up on a shelf. You need to put it back where it goes or she's going to eat it up. Right. And she likes toilet paper. 
So oh, yeah. the bathroom has to stay cleaner. The bathroom door needs to stay closed. So even that has been influenced by having the dog. Our dog ate a Rice crispy treat this morning. Oh, there we go. And we've had her for... A little uh-huh. bit over a year and a half. And so first time she's done something to that extent. So Really? Yeah. Oh, she's okay. Yeah. She'll be good. Rice Krispie treats are good. The chocolates, I think. Especially dark chocolate. Mm. That's where we're okay. into trouble. Animals bring a spice into our life mm-hmm. and an expectancy. Sure. Kind of unpredictable. Like you said, all of a sudden, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. You just chewed up my uh-huh. glasses that I need today. And it can cause a lot of yes. prioritizing, figuring out, praying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We have maybe a family and he's like, oh, what do we need now? Oh, we need a pet. Mm-hmm. And that's very much our culture. And it's a neat thing to be able to have and bring a pet into a home. There's a lot of cost, uh, unexpected things. We did not have good experience with pets in the first part of our marriage and with young kids. It's weird. We had a, a couple pets, but they just weren't well-behaved. They weren't good with other people. Just weren't nice. I'm like, we're just cursed with bad pets, you know, Aww. maybe because I had reptiles and who knows. but. <laughs> Back probably six, seven years ago, it just was rolling around in my mind. I was like, God, it would be so nice if we just had a great pet. God, if you could just provide a really cool pet somehow, some way. I don't know if we have to go buy one or research and figure it out. And it was Thanksgiving week. I remember we were putting lights out and a cat just walked up to us. And it was like a, not a kitten, but not full grown for sure, but Mm -hmm. big for a kitten, black and white tuxedo looking cat and just started staying with us. And we didn't realize there was neighborhood cats that were running around. Well, this one just oh. detached from them and is like the sweetest. We've had him six, seven years and he's the sweetest cat we've ever you. had. Yeah. It's like yeah. he just showed up and chose us and we put out signs and everything. But he's now like, it's sad. If you look at our camera roll, I mean, that's pretty much what we do. He's the laziest, most <laughs> relaxed cat I've What's ever his seen. Name? Tux. Yeah. Oh, we got real creative. Yeah. He acts more like a dog. Literally, you know, so it's really cool. We have like a cat. Does he bark? Close, yeah. Mm -hmm. Begs for food and kind of even fetches stuff sometimes. He's just a lot of fun, really laid back. And then we got another cat a few years later to go along with him. And so they're doing really good, but there's a lot of discipline involved with Mm -hmm. that. You know, the litter box thing was, I think we joked about in the past. I learned a lot of self-control and discipline Mm -hmm. with the litter box. You know, it's like learning to do something every day because it's important. It needs Mm -hmm. to be done. Feeding the animals. You know, if you said you're going to do it, then do it. That sort of thing. And with your kids, for sure. I have a pet story. It was about when I was younger. Okay. Y'all okay if I tell it? Mm -hmm. It, It's a little lengthy. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So we had a pet. He was much like a dog too. His name was Woofy. Yeah. He was a Maine Coon or at least part Maine Coon. So he was big and he was just the best cat. Yes, we got him like when I was in like eighth, ninth grade, somewhere around there. My dad's an animal lover, loves the animals, all the kinds of animals. So, Woofy was a great pet, loved all of us. You know, sometimes cats especially will choose one person. But, I mean, Woofy was just great, loved us all. So, I went off to school, freshman year in college, and my brother was still at home, mom and dad were still at home, and Woofy got sick with some kind of, just going to the bathroom on furniture. It was something out of the control and took him to the vet, and it was, something was really wrong. It was a costly thing because ruining furniture, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a big deal. And we love the cat, but it's still a cat, right? you know? So my dad does some research on shelters that will not euthanize. And so they've made the decision to take Wolfie to one of these shelters. 
And it was devastating for all of us. I mean, even me at school, I was just messed up about it. My brother was sad. My mom was just really sad. Even my dad was sad, like missed this cat. So about a week goes by. I'm still at college, but I'm hearing all of everything. You know, my mom's calling me and I'm calling her. Have y'all heard anything? Did anybody adopt it? And so about a week later, my mom calls. She's like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like, what happened? So daddy comes home from work one day and they're eating dinner. Like the three of them are eating dinner around the table. And he says, oh, I forgot. I got a surprise today. I need to bring it inside. So he brings it inside. He has re-adopted this cat. We just couldn't live without him. He was meant to be our cat. So he paid the adoption fee. He had to pay for everything. And if you know my dad, that's a big deal. <laughs> like for him to put that kind of money towards this cat. But turns out it really wasn't as big of a deal to help the problems that were going on. So a little fix there and a special kind of food and woofy lasted another 10 years. That's awesome. That's a great <laughs> so story. That, it was a good story. It's good a different side of my dad. In there. Right? It really is. I think to me, it opened my eyes a little bit to my dad. Aside, if we're talking about discipleship oh, yeah. and how kids see their parents, mm-hmm. if you see your dad, who was a very, huh. I'm not like rough, but a serious man, like loving an animal, yeah. like that's just a different side of a parent that a kid gets to see. So it was a neat thing. Yeah, I think that's part of animal ownership. I mean, we're, you know, wow, that is a great sermon illustration. When we get a pet, we're choosing them, yes. right? We're choosing, adopting them into our care. And with animals, though, one hard thing is that most of them probably will die before you. They don't have as long of life. And so walking through that is really hard, can be really hard with your kids. Great opportunity to teach them about God's faithfulness and the fact that uh, animals are wonderful, but they aren't people. Do dogs go to heaven? Oh, wow. We'll do another podcast on that. But, you know, I mean, obviously, animals are, are so important, but even more important are people and their souls and their eternity. We do know that people who don't believe in Jesus and are adopted in his family, they will be separated from him forever mm-hmm. in hell. And so that's a huge deal. Animals are cool. They're fun. But we do know for sure that we need to love people more. But going back to just the idea of, uh, you know, losing a pet, that can be where you see your parents differently. Yeah. I mean, that's the only one of the few times seen, my kids have seen me struggle to cry or whatever. That's just talk. I mean, you ever had to put a dog or a cat down? You just really are. It just wrecks you because mm-hmm. they're, they're very innocent in it all. You know, they don't know what's going on. It's really, really difficult thing to walk through. And yeah, you can see another side of your parents for sure when it comes to pets. Yeah. Something to think of is Proverbs 12.10. When it comes to animals, I've always loved this verse. It says, a righteous man cares for the needs of his animals. So I think the way that we do care for our animals shows personal integrity for sure. It shows that we care for what God has created. And so the way we love them, provide for them is a big deal. Our kids are watching. I think it's a intro of We take care of our children. We take care of the kids in our homes. But this is a great way for them to just get a sample of someday what they're going to be held responsible for if they ever have kids. Right. Lots of learning. Yep, for sure. Well, hopefully this will help you if you're thinking of getting a pet or if you got one already and you can kind of look at that pet ownership a little different. 
And it's an opportunity to disciple, encourage, talk about the things of God with your kids, even with your pets. Enjoy them. They're funny, entertaining, yes, they are. Yeah. sweet, for sure. How many minutes a day do you think you watch cat videos? This is just a side note. I know we're oh, wrapping no. it up here. It but just depends Paul's on the family day. is all about the cat videos. It just depends on the day. The yeah. dogs and cat videos keep me entertained pretty much. So much yeah. fun. They are hilarious. But we will send them back and forth to yeah. each other and <laughs> just laugh. Appreciate you joining in and being a part of our podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or want to provide some feedback, we always welcome that. You can email and reach out at anchored at harpscrossing.com. What's the number, Jennifer? It's right behind me. 629-888-3056. Couldn't read it that well. That's we need a different to number, isn't it? Outline it. Yeah, it is it a is. new number. That's a new number. New yeah. number, who dis? Wow. All right. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Hope you're having a great holiday season, getting ready to celebrate the birth of Christ. And we'll talk more about that next time, I'm sure. But until then, stay anchored. Steep Podcast Productions.